rules for thee, but not for me. Why is that? It's called the Act of 1871. It's the D program. With DMG. You are now entering the D program. Deprogramming your mind, transforming your paradigm. I'm just one man with a plan under a mighty hand. I'm just one man with a plan under a mighty hand. Under a mighty hand. Program activated. So, here we are, people. Under an utter and complete delusion called the Act of 1871. Now, I just found out about this. Well, I ain't gonna say I just found out about this, but I, you know, I thank God, man, because the Holy Spirit will bring things to you. He will bring you into all truth. And, and you know, in these times that we're living in now, I can see how the word of God is so important. I can see now all of the things that I've been taught over the years in church, in my study, how they're actually so. It's like God is bringing the spirit into the natural so you can actually see that the word is 100. You know what I'm saying? And it seems like the more you think you know, the more you don't know. But we're going to get into this because knowing the truth, not just the truth, but knowing the truth is the beginning of setting yourself free. I mean, also passing this truth along to others so that they could wake up to it. I, you know, I had an episode, I don't know which one, the second or first, I don't know, but, you know, about people waking up, you know, e- you know, people who wake up easily out of sleep, REM sleepers and all that. It's up to us to get this out. You know, I'm just, I'm just overjoyed to be a part of this. I just want to appreciate every single person right now under the sound of my voice that's entered into another D program. We are reprogramming the mind and transforming our paradigm. Remember, that's what the basis of this program is about. It hinges on Romans chapter 12, verse 2, to be not conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. That is the process of deprogramming ourselves from this world system and then relearning, actually not relearning, but learning the truth and what it is and applying it to our life and helping other people wake up to it. So that's what's up, man. I mean, I appreciate y'all being here. Here's another D program, and we're going to get right into this. So with no constitutional authority to do so, Congress creates a separate form of government for the District of Columbia. Now, I want y'all to think about this. This is a separate set of rules for a small parcel of land that sits between Virginia and Maryland. It's about 10 square miles, and it's called the District of Columbia. We know about this. It's called D.C., Now, keep in mind that this isn't even part of America. Since the act of 1871, we've been living under a government that was established for a foreign land. And this foreign land, it seems crazy, but it's called the District of Columbia. It sits here in America, but it's governed (laughs) from abroad. The invisible enemy, if you will. You, You don't even see this. Here we are talking about coronavirus and uh, you know, all of this stuff that, that's going on to distract. But 
the real issues, the core of what we're dealing with is far beyond a virus that you don't know is real or not. I mean, I believe it's real. Of course, we know it's it's real, but it's not as nowhere near what these people are talking about. They're just blowing it up, blowing it up beyond out of proportion. But yeah, a separate set of rules for this particular area in our nation, but governed from abroad. And the thing is, you can look this up now. You, you can look it up. It's called the Act of 1871, Section 34, Session 3, Roman number 3, Chapter 61 and 62. Now think about this. That's 150 years ago. But this means that every single American living today, all 350 million, 340 million, however many of us it is, we weren't even alive during this time. This all took place before anybody in this country alive today was even knowledgeable of it. Everybody, 100% of us didn't even know this happened. Don't even know this happened. It's not even in our history books. But all this took place 150 years ago during this, this great switch from a free nation to a nation governed by a few in Washington, D.C., where people that's above them pull their strings. They're just puppets. And they made this country a corporation. That's right. You heard me right. The United States of America is a corporation. And we'll get into that in a little bit, a little bit later in the program. So what does all this mean? You might ask. Well, here's the thing. In order to understand what it means, we're going to have to start with the two greatest preambles ever written. The original preamble to the Constitution and also the preamble to the Declaration of Independence. So here we go. This is the preamble to the Constitution. Probably should know this by heart. It says, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. For the United States of America. Now, let's back up a little bit because I want y'all to, 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 to think about this, these words, these three little words called blessings of liberty. It says promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty. Anytime you talk about blessings, you're not talking about government. The blessings of liberty, anything dealing with blessings is from God. Not man, not government. And it trips me out how, how people say the Constitution is racist. The Constitution is racist. Listen, that's so, that is such a farce because God gives blessings. They're trying to take them away now. They're trying to take away our liberties. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And in our own Constitution, it talks about the blessings of liberty. That means it's God breathed. You as a person do not get your blessings from government. We as people, we get our blessings from God and liberty is from God. Freedom is from God. It doesn't come from anywhere else. That's why you have to fight so hard to get it. This world system hates freedom because this world system is not controlled by God. He's the ultimate director where things are going to end up correct and righteous. Yes, but you have to remember and recall that Satan has been given dominion over this era, over this world system that we live in. He's the prince of the power of the air. And so he hates anything dealing with freedom. He hates anything that God actually is involved with. Blessings, liberty, he hates that. That's why there's a fight. That's why there's a struggle, okay? Now, 
That's the preamble to the Constitution. I'm going to get into the preamble to the Declaration of Independence. Here it is. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That means you can't separate them. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive, let's go, Brandon, of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it. And to not just do that, think about this, to institute a new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Now, I'm going to go back in this and, and just pull out a couple of things. You might ask, well, what do you mean such principles laying its powers on such form? Well, these are the such principle that it's talking about. Government can only derive their power from the consent of those that it is governing. It doesn't come from anywhere else except we, the people. It's kind of like it's kind of like God setting his word above his own name. So we have a government, but that government is only in power because we, the people, gave it its power. So the consent of its power comes from us. Yet we have today people who are bowing the knee to a tyrannical acting government mandating this and mandating that. No laws have been passed. These things are not laws. They have not gone through the process of even becoming a law. Just mandate this and mandate that. Wear a mask, wear three masks, wear five masks, 10 masks. And you're not even, a lot of people are not even questioning this, not even standing up to it. It's destructive. See, that's where government, any form of government becoming destructive, that's where we as the people has a right, have a right to alter it or to abolish it. So the preamble to the Declaration of Independence was established in 1776 and the Constitution was established on 1787. That's what, 11 years later? Yeah. Both of these documents, they came to an end February 21st, 1871. This is when the 41st Congress committed an act of treason against the sovereign states of this country, against America. Now, that might seem harsh, but it's 100 percent truth. So let's do the math. 1871 minus 1787. That's 84 years, y'all. 84 years. So the original Constitution was only kept for 84 years. After that, we lost our rights under the original Constitution. You know, that reminds me of Genesis in the Garden of Eden. It's a perfect contrast of Adam and Eve in the Garden. God gave them a place of freedom and prosperity. And under the cover of deception, they relinquished it over to Satan. They lost it all. Again, that's what's happening or has happened again. And we're in the process of trying to get this thing back. I mean, it's like a struggle, a constant struggle of people relinquishing what God has given them, has given mankind, and then mankind trying to get it back. Just back and forth, back and forth. Freedom is not free, man. It's You're going to have to fight for it. And those of you out there who don't think that we are in World War Three, this is an information war, then you have got to wake up. You've got to educate yourself. You've got to get you've got to get it like a higher research IQ or just get an IQ, period. <laughs> I'm talking about 
for serious things. So, yeah, God gives liberties to man and then comes the wicked one and we relinquish it to him. And now it's a struggle back and forth, back and forth. And you wonder why these these people, why the rule of law favors one set of people, but not the other. We're supposed to be equal justice under the law. These people live under a different set of rules than we do. 100% different. A different constitution. I mean, think about this. Now, this guy is not a politician, but his dad is. And the connection there is very close. And this is what's disturbing. But Hunter Biden, think about his laptop. Those of us who are awake, have their eyes open to these things. They know what happened with this situation. I mean, this guy's laptop has child pornography on it. I mean, showing him in these acts with children and nothing happens. The FBI got hold of this. And what happened? Nothing. Federal Bureau of Investigations did nothing. That's because they're corrupt, too. I'm putting them on blast, man. Joe Biden's son committing acts with children. Despicable. And nothing happens. Act of 1871. Different set of rules for these people than it is for us. Think about Hillary Clinton, her emails, over 30,000 emails never being revealed because she took a hammer to the servers, a hammer. She's supposed to be a person serving the people and she's protecting herself by destroying her emails by literally bashing the servers with a hammer. What about Benghazi left our troops stranded? Was help available? Yes, it was available, but she never authorized it. See, these things, no ramifications at all. But these people are public servants and they've been in there year after year, just years. And people are just still voting for these people and cheering them on as though you've done your your public service to cheer these people on. And I mean, that goes for Republicans, too. Listen, this is not about Democrat and Republican. This is about good versus evil. And it's so easy to see. It's so clear to see. What about the recent debacle in Afghanistan? Bringing it forward under Brandon. He also left the soldiers stranded. No ramifications. It almost looked, I mean, it looked like it was intentional, like a thumb in the eye. Think about the pattern. The same pattern Hillary did, this guy did. Left soldiers to die. No ramifications, no impeachment, nothing. But it seems like what they project on the other side is what they're actually doing. Collusion with this and collusion with that. But they're the ones who are actually doing this stuff. And they project it over there to the other side. It's almost as if you can see, like, whatever they're projecting, just know they're doing it. So all this, there are no ramifications. And that brings us to the incorporating of America. America, the corporation. You see, after the Civil War, the United States was broke. Let's say it was monetarily weakened and they needed money to rebuild the infrastructure. So what happened was the 41st Congress, they cut a deal with international bankers, Rothschilds, to establish the corporation. This is the United States of America. They literally coined or copyrighted the United States of America in all capital letters, all capital. Okay, so you might ask, what's the significance of that? What? So what is capital? When you have legal documents, the spelling and punctuations and capitalization of words, they have a meaning. For example, if you look at your your birth certificate, your identification, anything that deals with your ID, your Social Security card, they're all capitalized. 
That means you are part of the corporation. I am a part of the corporation. We can get from under that. It's a process, but it takes a lot of digging and a lot of education. In fact, it would probably be wise to have counsel, you know, around those those areas to, to, to get out of that system, like come out from among them. But here's what you need to know. That's not actually you as a person. That's not you. That's just a representation of you. The your birth certificate, your social security card with those with those all caps. That, that's not you. You're actually a sovereign under the grants and decrees of the Declaration of Independence in the original Constitution, not the corporation. And that brings us to another point. And I found this article, which I deem to be quite interesting. You can go to wakeup-world.com to check this out. But it talks about the three different types of citizens, the three different forms of the United States. Okay, this is very interesting. So I'm going to read it here. It says the continental United States is composed of 50 geographically defined states and their living inhabitants. I like that living inhabitants. A corporation has entities. Those entities are not living. They're controlled. Remember that. It says these 50 geographically defined states and their living inhabitants. Each such state is a sovereign nation with jurisdiction of the air, land, and sea associated with it. Those born with the borders, I'm sorry, those born within the borders of these states are American state citizens by birthright, having all the guarantees of the Constitution. I'm talking about the original Constitution, not the capitalized Constitution or the corporate Constitution and their natural rights intact. All of their natural rights are intact under the continental United States. They are also known as American nationals. Now I'm going to go back because here, here again is another statement about our Constitution that goes back to the word of God. Okay, it says each state is a sovereign nation with jurisdiction of the air, land and sea. Now, if we go back to Genesis chapter one, verse 26, that's coming straight from Scripture because it says here. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. That's water. And over the fowl of the air. That's air. And over the cattle and over all the earth. That's the land and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Notice he didn't say we should have dominion over men, cattle of the, you know, cattle of the land or cattle of the earth, fish of the sea, birds of the air, all secondary to God's ultimate creation, which is man. He never told us to rule over each other, but these people see, they want to become God. They think they're God. So they incorporated this country because your name is in all caps. You are who they control. Think about it. When you start a business, if you start a company, when you incorporate that company, whether it's LLC, S Corp, or whatever it is, you control that. But that is not you. That's something that sits outside of you, but you control it. That is what they did to this country. This is what you have to come to understand. We are not living under the original Constitution. Remember, I told you the act of 1871 took place 150 years ago. Before any of us were born. And this thing has been in place now for a very long time. The original Constitution, which was 86 years before that or 87, whatever I said, it, it, it was only in play for about 80 some years. And then it was taken away. Now, the article goes on. It continues in the second form of government called the federal United States. 
And the federal United States is made up of 50 federal states, okay, plus seven physical states, which are often thought of as federal territories, making a total of 57 federal states. The 50 federal states are fictitious entities because they only exist in our minds and not on paper. Okay, now don't quote me on this, but I believe I I saw somewhere we talked about you have, say, Virginia state and then you have the state of Virginia. And it's got that has something to do with how they have federalized our states, state of Virginia. And then you got Virginia state. I'm not sure how the how the function or the the functionality of those two are. But one is federalized and one is the original national, you know, it's its own nation state. The federal United States is a democracy operating under the international jurisdiction of the sea or admiralty law. Be aware that the democracy or the federal United States is not the same as the original United States of America. It's not capitalized, which is known as the Republic for the United States of America. We're not a democracy. We are a representative Republic. And it, I don't like when these people, even our own politicians, I mean, I mean, people I agree with on a lot of the you know issues, they still saying things like, you know, it's going to mess up our democracy. We're not a democracy. A democracy is mob rule. Whoever has the most, you know, whoever raised the most hands is the ones who get their way. That's not the way we operate here in the United States. We are a representative republic. I mean, you could you could have 10 people who saw who saw someone go in a house and come back out. And then they go in and see somebody dead and all 10 would say, hey, let's have a vote on whether this guy is guilty or not. By raising of your hands, who thinks he's guilty? Seven of them raise their hands, say he's guilty. The other three says, no, he's not guilty. We don't know this. But guess what? The seven under a democracy would rule this guy and he would be executed or whatever sentence they brought on this guy for killing this person in the house. When this person could have just actually went in this house, saw the person already dead And came back out to go report it. You see how crazy that is. But you see why we are protected by a representative republic. Because now this gentleman, okay, he can get an attorney to prove his case. And he is innocent until proven guilty. That's a representative republic. All right. So the United States citizens are statutory, which means they're permitted. They give you permission to have this or to do that. See, they call it privileges, like driving. Driving is not supposed to be a privilege. To be able to travel, that's a right. That's a God-given right. He gave you feet. He gave you legs. You can walk. You can go anywhere you want because this is, remember, we have dominion over the sea, the land, and the air. The right to travel is not limited by somebody giving you permission to do something as permitted citizens. No, that's wrong. And we have to be retrained. This has to this has to go deeper than us just learning this. We have to start implementing this. And don't tell me it can't be implemented. Well, you know, DMG, it's, it's, you know, we've been living under this forever. And it's, see, that's that type of mentality that causes even more tyranny to come on us. Though the ship is large, there's a small rudder. And that small rudder, guess what? It turns the entire ship. And we can do this by learning the truth, implementing the truth, sharing the truth, voicing the truth, acting on the truth. And that's how you get set free. These things, the United States citizens are bound 
to the international jurisdiction of the sea. See, that's that maritime law. That's not common law. That's not constitutional law. Like I said, think about this. Let, let, let's take this a little bit further. Your driver's license. You come to a stop sign. You, you, you got your driver's license. You come to a stop sign and you don't quite stop. You just kind of come up to it. There's nothing coming. There's no danger anywhere. It's just you and the freaking stop sign. You kind of come to it. You slow down. You just kind of ease through it. We've all done it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Well, you ease through it. And the next thing you know, five minutes later, you got flashing lights behind you. Like you're the largest, greatest criminal mind in the world pulling you over. And don't think I'm against the police either because I'm not. I'm for righteous judgment. We need police because the police, a righteous police or a righteous policing is necessary to keep a society intact. But these these police officers, we, we, we need they, they need to be retrained, retrained under constitutional law, under common law, not maritime law, where everything is for profit. These police officers, they have quotas to meet. They have quotas to meet and they, they they pull you over so that they can get that quota in. And that is nothing but profit. Now, what happens to you, to me? Well, you get a ticket. Guess what? Your insurance goes up, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and they're not going to say, oh, well, he came to a stop sign, but he wasn't reckless. He, you know, she wasn't reckless. She just slowly, slowly went. No, you ran a stop sign, period. That's what the judge hears. That's what the insurance company hears. And your insurance goes up. See how it's for profit? Because we've been capitalized. That means they're going to make money on you and me because they changed the United States of America to a corporation. And we're all suffering the consequences of being debt slaves under this entity called the United States of America, but in all caps, your name in all caps, you're part of it. That's how they can monetize us. That's what happens. So he gives you a ticket. Your insurance goes up. Now you're having trouble paying the insurance bill. Your insurance may be canceled. I'm just talking about the average person. Everybody's not millionaires, man. Now you got two tickets, three tickets. Hey, guess what? Now they can take away your license. See, that's your right to travel. They shouldn't be able to do that. They should not be able to do that. But this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with corrupt laws. Actually, they're not even laws. They're codes. Police officers, and they enforce code, not law, because law would be under common law, under the Constitution, the original Constitution. I wouldn't be taking away your license because you, you I mean, you're not a criminal. You act like you know, I'm a Throw a cigarette butt on the ground. You get fined for that, too. I mean, everything, every jot, every tittle. It's like little profit gimmicks all over the place, man, all over the place. And they can they can do this and then it escalates into something that's dire to you, possibly even jail time. Number three, this article goes into one more of these rules. The corporate United States, the corporate United States is composed of 185,000 corporations and roughly 390 million corporate United States citizens. You see, that's that capitalization. It is composed of legal fiction entities including but not limited to C-Corps, S-Corps, LLCs, nonprofits, foundations, and trusts. Y'all heard of all this. The corporate United States operates similar to any corporation, and it is one of the largest corporations in the world. It's even larger than Walmart, Target, and McDonald's combined. 
One important thing you need to know about the term legal fiction entities is that it means artificial persons. Of course, they have to be artificial because you're not an entity. They have us in capital letters because we're debt slaves. They use our name. They use our birthright for their own profit. And because they are incorporated and has incorporated every person, well, we're artificial persons, fictional entities. Artificial persons is also a corporation. Now, you can go check this out. It says, uh, as stated in Black's Law Dictionary, the sixth edition. Now, you know, people probably won't check that out or anything. I mean, maybe if you're an attorney, you might go check that out. But it says in the Black's Law Dictionary, sixth edition. In other words, United States citizens are artificial persons or fictitious entities that only exist on paper. All these corporations, the states, United States citizens are under the jurisdiction of the sea, which is based on admiralty law. When you go into a courtroom and you see that flag with the gold fringe around it, that's saying we've captured you pretty much. That's saying the United States has been captured by a foreign nation and now we're governed and ruled based on the laws of admiralty, which is just being ruled from from abroad. That's what it is. So how do we get this back? How do we, as the people, we, the people take back our sovereignty? Well, it's it's certain things we can do. We didn't get here overnight and we're not going to get out overnight unless there's a one miracle act from God and he can do that. I mean, he's good at liberating people, isn't he? He's a good God. He's good at liberating people. Look at Pharaoh, 400 years of tyranny over the Hebrews, but God brought him out. And I'm going to tell you something, when God brings you out, when God brings any people out, it is always messy, scary and messy. I can imagine what it looked like back then when he brought those, when he brought the Hebrews out of Egypt, he had locusts come in, he had frogs come in, he had the sea turn to blood, he had lice and, and, and bugs and all types. Of, I can imagine what that place smelled like. The cattle is rottening and I mean, it just, and, and Pharaoh just being a knucklehead. See, that's what we're dealing with. When you're dealing with people who want to rule over you, they're knuckleheads, very hard in their hearts to just let you go. But God is really good at breaking knuckleheads. He's good at it. And he does it out of love. But what he always does first is give you an opportunity. Even the knucklehead, he gives them opportunities to to repent, to let his people go. That's where we are today with this country. God didn't create this country to be, you know, Listen, the apple of God's eye is Israel. He loves that people. That's his people. But they rejected him. The United States is not the apple of God's eye, but we chose him. Therefore, we're in a special place. Well, how come America? You know, how come you so on America? Because America chose God. That's why it's all ingrained in the Constitution and also in the preamble. I just read you that. I just told you how it links up to the word of God. And I'm sure it's a lot more that links up. I just didn't get into it, you know, that deep in this in this program. You don't have I don't have so much time. Right. I mean, some of this have to come through us individuals, you know, doing our own, you know, seeking, asking and knocking, which I spoke about in some other episodes. But we have to come to a place where we believe we have something to take back. We got to have something to take back. We are taking back our nation right now. I mean, there's a lot of people waking up to a lot of different things 
And if you don't believe that we have something to take back, then you're just programmed and you have to be awakened to the fact that, yeah, there are tyrants. There are little Nazis running around here who would love to just keep this thing going. I mean, even at, even people that work at little, <laughs> little, little drug stores. I mean, just for an example, I'm not saying this is so, but Walgreens, CVS, whatever. You walk in there without a mask. Hey, you got your mask? No, I don't have a mask and I don't have to wear a mask because it's not a law. It's just a mandate. Well, you got to, and I, I just ignore, man. I go right down that aisle. I get what I want. I put it on the, on, on the um, counter and I start educating right there while she's ringing it up. I said, just ring this up so I can get out of here. In the meantime, what you need to do is start waking up to what these people are actually doing to you. And then I'll get into it. And the only way you can get into it with these people is that you have to know the truth for yourself. Because see, whether people realize it or not, but those of us who are voicing back, we're holding out liberty for everybody. Because if everybody complied, guess what? They're not going to stop. Remember, this went from, yeah, two weeks to curb this thing, two weeks to uh, slow the slow the spread or whatever it was, all the way to... You got to get this vaccine or else you lose your job. Come on, man. Isn't that what what Brandon says? Come on, man. This is obviously a takeover. And if you don't wake up to it, listen, civil disobedience is what's necessary right now. Civil disobedience. But also educating yourself as to why this is going on. That's why I'm talking about this act of 1871 where everything was changed to a corporation. Secondly, we have the voice our voices together as one people under God. I'm talking about like-minded people. We have to call those things that be not as though they were. Actually, what we have here, these things are not even be nots. I mean, these things are actually so. When I say these things, I'm talking about the constitution, the original constitution. It's not destroyed. It's just been thrown in a corner somewhere and it's real dusty right now. They're operating off their own rules, the corporate rules, the corporate constitution. That's in all caps. That's how they're operating. That's why these people don't get in trouble because they're not under the original common law. But these things are actually so we don't have to call these things that be not. These things are so we just have to wake up to them after 150 years of deception. Remember Daniel 12 and four. It says knowledge shall increase in the last days. This is spiritual knowledge and natural knowledge. And believe me, there are a lot of people who are coming into the knowledge of things that they did not know including myself. We got to increase our constitutional ID, our historic ID, right? Even our research IQ, not ID, I'm sorry, our our constitutional IQ, our historical IQ or history IQ, and also our research IQ. We got to come up to another level in these areas. Again, this goes back to asking, seeking, and knocking, not just sitting back like little sheep watching CNN waiting for your next order. That's insane, They go home, sit in front of the TV and do what they're told. (laughs) Man, I can't help but laugh at that. That's that's a that's a giggle. And then we also have to get involved in the fight for freedom, starting in our own local municipals, taking our government back from these little petty Nazi tyrants who. And look, these people only appear to have power when it's actually we, the people who have the power. I like what happened in Virginia, my state, the fact that Youngkin won. But I mean, I don't know if he's going to hold up or not. I, I have no clue. You know, like like people say, the swamp is deep and wide, man. I, I don't know if he's going to hold up or not. I don't know if he's going to do what he says or not. Just got to wait and see. 
and hold his feet to the fire. But it goes beyond the governorship. It goes down into the school boards and things like that. And I thank God for the parents, especially the women. My gosh, thank God for the women. Because I don't see no men anywhere. I guess men are kind of afraid now because society has made us out to be toxic, toxic masculinity. We can't have, you know, men, fathers are made out to be, you know, unnecessary based on this liberal agenda. It's crazy. But I thank God for the women who are standing up against this critical race theory. These people are nothing but racist themselves. They, they, they say we're going to do this because of racism, yet they're teaching racism to the children. And we got people out here who are cheering this. Voters who are voting for this just as sleep or just like a zombie, man. They're, they're voting for this stuff, cheering for this stuff, not even realizing all it's going to do is take away your power as a free as a free sovereign. Totally strip you of it. We got to keep our eyes on those we elect as our representatives. Freedom is a work. It takes work to preserve it and keep it. It's not it's not it's not free at all. And let me tell you something. Those of you out there who want socialism, who want communism, who think that this great big nanny government is a good thing. Listen, we derive our our freedoms come from God, not government. I'm not against, you know, government helping you. Not at all. I'm not against that because there are a lot of people out here who need it, but they don't want to just just have that just just to keep it. They want a hand up, not a handout. And that's fine. We should help our fellow citizens or our fellow man. Government can help in that. That's fine. But the overreach, the dependency that it makes you, that's what's dangerous. And that's what it wants. It wants to eat, 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 eat and swallow you down, gobble you up and spit you out so that you're not necessary anymore. I want y'all to keep this in mind. On September 17th, 1787, delegates left the Constitutional Convention in Independence Hall in Philadelphia, brotherly love. And as they exited, Benjamin Franklin was asked a question. And I believe it was a woman who asked him, what type of government do we have? Once this convention was over, the, the forming and framing of this amazingly awesome constitution. He said, a republic, if you can keep it. Think about this. 1787, Benjamin Franklin was asked a question. What type of government do we have? He said a republic. He did not say democracy. He said a republic, if you can keep it. That lets me know that he knew it's going to be a fight. As soon as freedom is given, here comes the here comes the roaches, man, to take it away. And if we relinquish it, they'll take it. And they'll take not only that, but they'll take a lot more. We're not a democracy. We're a republic. Benjamin Franklin said it himself. And we're to fight the good fight of faith to keep it and to get it back to common law. That's what it's going to take. We've got to get back to common law in this nation. So we've had a really in-depth, I would say, look back at what happened in 1871, what happened before that. About 84, 86 years or whatever it was, 87 years of a true, original, organic constitution that was formed under the guise of freedom, which it just is just so many excerpts in there from the word of God that lets me know it was God breathed, not a racist document. That's just an excuse, man. These people are using that as a defense mechanism to take away our freedoms. But I want to thank every single person again for entering into another deep program. I appreciate you. 
always tell you, you could, you could be doing anything, but you were here today and I appreciate you. And before I go, I'm gonna leave y'all with this. It takes effort to keep freedom, but it takes even more effort to get it back after it's gone. This is DMG. I'm gonna see y'all next week. May God bless much love and respect. Peace. You have now been deprogrammed. However, for optimal effect, re-enter next week to continue your mind's transformation. On the D-Program With D-M-G After exiting, please share with your friends, your experience, in the D, program. Program terminated.